You have just entered The Royal Access, the show for growth-minded game changers seeking God's direction in their relationships and careers. I'm your host, Coral Pinder, and I'm super excited about growing along with you. Now let's dive in to this episode. For the moment, all of you have been waiting for. See, we don't take too long to get right into the meat of the episode. We don't take too long. And so I want to introduce you to my amazing, amazing guest. Um, Before I ask him how we met, I always ask all of my guests. (laughs) Don't worry about it. I know it's going to be very funny when you describe how we met, but it's okay. Okay, no problem. Uh, But I want to tell you five fun, interesting facts about our guests this evening. Okay. So our guest's name is Ronaldo Dames, as you can see. So he's a big foodie. Um, his absolute favorite food is conch salad. Conch yes. salad. Yes. He cannot live without his chopstick. He has to be related to Cathedra Alexander. Oh. He cannot live without his Thank chopstick. <laughs> can't let his lips get dry over there in Canada. No, no. can't be chopped. Because that's where he lives. He lives in Canada. There you go, Katana. Right. Right. We're going international tonight. We stepped out international. <laughs> Last night was Nassau. Tonight being Canada. So Canada. All right. Um, he, uh, he's been skydiving once, and it's an absolute thrill. He enjoys being adventurous. He's a romantic at heart and a recording artist, a songwriter, and a producer. And he enjoys bringing out the creative side. And he doesn't have this written... But ladies, he's single and ready to mingle. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish the rest. <laughs> ah, of course, of course. <laughs> so go ahead. So how did we how did we meet? Okay, so yeah, I can go. We we've met um way back in the day. So we actually met through your dad, um, your dad's sister, uh, who just happened to be my mommy on there the top of that. <laughs> so there we go. How that goes. So if you don't know, yes. Uh, me and Carol are first cousins, very close. We are first so. cousins. We are <laughs> my dad and his mom, our sister and brother, and so we are first cousins. So this is my cousin. Hence me pimping him off. But yeah, yeah. very great guy, very great guy, and single and ready to mingle. Okay, that was my last one for the night. There you go. <laughs> so yes, Capel just in the chat. My sister's in the chat endorsing it as well. She said he's a sweetie pie. He's there you amazing. go. Thank you, Capel. He's amazing. <laughs> Just for those who may be curious, your age, just for those who may. Oh, yeah. So I'm 34. 34. There 34. You go. Yeah. Can you yeah. say, pimp him off? Pimp him off. I know. 34 ladies, Canada, recording artists. Yes. By day, what, what do you work? Uh, oh, yeah. By day, I work as a technical writer for uh, internet and communications company. So that is my. Regular day job, the regular nine to five. So smart. Uh, yes, yeah, smart tidy four. Don't mind him living in Canada. He's clearly a Bahamian. That's my guess. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we're gonna get into the interview, guys. Corella's the setup. I am real. Like I came here for a conversation. I don't I know. know. It's like a whole dating thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going on. The purpose. I real setup. Real setup. Okay. Let's get into. Corella, just remind anybody who is commenting that they could do the panelists and the attendees. So oh, yeah, you could see. So I saw right. a couple. I'm just seeing that because some of them are panelists. I got your back. <laughs> Make sure I appreciate that. Make sure, guys, that it goes to everybody because right now, so go to the arrow and click panelists and attendees because me and Ray are dying at your comments, but I'm realizing <laughs> that only us are seeing your comments. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the verse Amos 3 and 3 it says, do two walk together unless they have agreed to do so? Ray, but before I go into that, Someone, I don't I don't think I prayed before we started. 
No, we didn't. I saw a question. Um, um, Kels asked, I'm in Ontario, Kenya. You need to, yeah, there you go. She got it. She's in Ontario. There we go. Kenya got there your background. Kenya, you open us up. There it is. Let's break before we start the interview. Yes, let's do it. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for allowing us to come today. We are asking that the Holy Spirit take over, that they will not hear my words, not hear Ray's words, but only the words that you want them to hear, Lord. Help us to continue to put you first and continue to follow your, your lead as we seek to explore more about dating with purpose and dating with alignment to your will for our life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome, awesome. I was, I was excited. I didn't, I didn't forget. You got, but not, you got to start off. got to start off. <laughs> then I got to the scripture. The Lord said, I need you to come back. Yeah. <laughs> Rewind and pray for us. All right. Yeah, Amen. Amen. All right. Awesome. We up to 37 tonight, guys. Y'all just continue to be active in the chat. Okay. So Amos 3 and 3 says, do two walk together unless they have agreed to do so? So my first question to you is, what is your definition of dating with a purpose? And how does this verse relate to, to that, to that, to your definition? Ah, uh, yeah. So I, I checked out the verse saying, um, do two walk together unless they have agreed to do so? And um, when it comes to dating, they're just meaning being on the same wavelength. Uh, what are you agreeing for? When it comes to dating on purpose, it's definitely something that's intentional, something that you're looking for for long term that could potentially be the person that you're set with for life. Um, how are we going to work together as a team? You know, we can be walking separately in terms of the things that we agree upon, our values, all of that is happening. So um, when you're dating with a purpose, you're not looking for someone that's just going to be temporary, a temporary fix to, to fix like maybe the loneliness or feeling alone for the moment. Just say, I don't see my life with a person, but hey, they're here. They're for the moment. Maybe we, we may have a good three months, four months, whatever the case is. But you, you're not looking at the big picture for it. You, so you're not looking at it intentionally on purpose. Um, to do that. So, you know, you, you're trying to check in and see what's the love language. How can I really love this person? You're really trying to get in depth when you're trying to date on purpose with somebody. So, so that's how I feel like it. you're looking in terms of long-term something serious and really looking at um, what the person has to offer, what you both bring to the table and um, seeing what the purpose will turn into. So, you know, you're, you're going for it, even if it doesn't work out, you're essentially going for something that could definitely be long-term that turns into getting married, being serious, you know, doing like yeah, so. so as a guy, how long do you feel like before, you know, like this is somebody, okay, when I meet that person, like, oh no, this is a three month hangout, have fun <laughs> person versus no, this is someone that I could actually date towards intentionally getting married or a purposeful relationship. Like how quick do you know? Do you like know when you meet them? Just like a date or two? Man, I feel... I feel with men sometimes, I think you like deep down, I think you kind of know, like, even though you may not be a hundred percent certain, you meet somebody as soon as like, you know, um, you, you, you date with somebody, you go out and you see how it is, the conversations, um, the things that they like, how it's going, the whole vibe is going to get, and you'd be like, you know, you start thinking, you say like, hmm, I wonder, you know, that type of way, wondering that, hey, maybe this could be somebody going the long way, but you know, you still, um, shouldn't get too hyped up you know you still want to be able to do kind of like the wait and see because you know sometimes you can get so attached in the first couple meetings and then it completely goes downhill because you start getting a lot of the truth out from somebody of what is even like oh shoot man I got a little attached and then you can start getting disappointed because of that situation but I feel uh overall that you kind of know that this person is, is special in the type of way. Like you, you feel the vibe. I can't even say exactly what it be, but you would feel like something you like, this is somebody who I think could, you know, 
So from the so so you're saying from I met the person, I could kind of assess. You can try and it still doesn't mean like, oh yeah, this is the person I'm gonna marry from the first. Exactly. It's more like couple. So how long before? And I'm going off of my questions I sent you. I know, I know. It's okay. It's okay. It's organic. So how long before you would know um, if they would be someone who would marry? Like some people, they were there in relationship for four and five years. Some people say you only need six months. What do you, what do you think? Um, I feel like, and you know what? Honestly, it depends on the amount of time you're spending with that person too. Because, um, so you can't, you can't really put a time in. So like, Say in a given week, you start seeing this person two to three times a week, whereas you might have been seeing this person just once a week. And so, like, you know, in that in that different time span, you get to know them a little deeper on a deeper level, quicker being able to spend that time. And so, like, that's why I don't want to say to put a timeline. It depends on how much time you're putting in um, initially for first. So it could always vary from within that first month because you've seen them, like, eight, 12, eight to 12 times and you're already doing it. Besides, like, if you just saw them maybe four times in a month, and you're still really trying to get to learn them and feel them out. So I would say in that in that type of consideration, then you'll know. And that's why you can't really put a set time limit on, on it to per se. Because but when it, they're it doing varies. the years, do you think the years, do you think you really need the years? I do not think you need the years, especially, I mean, I don't know who are in like their 30s or like late 20s and stuff like that. I don't think you need the years. I mean, I've seen people who've done six, seven years and then come to find, oh my goodness, this was not the one. Like, gee, you're wasting your time. Like, that you might feel you feel the pain, you feel the pain, but feel I, the pain. I but overall I feel like you do not need the years. I think nowadays if everybody's being mature and if you're dating on purpose, honestly, like six months to within the year, you know if you really want to spend with this person. If not, then you know, cut 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 the loss of loose. Cut loose. And, let him, let, and go ahead with it. But I think like I say, stop blocking my husband. Stop blocking you ain't him. If hey, you made him, stop blocking him. Calm, calm, calm. Miss that lesson. You called me to stop lesson because I stayed with you a month too long, you know? Right. Let me yeah. stop Let me stop blocking your wife and let me you stop blocking my husband. Right. Yeah. Somebody, LaVon in the chat, he said he thinks about okay. six months. That's a guy he said about six months. And they were saying facts that you have to do assess. Like you said, you might meet someone, but after a while, that infatuation wears off. So you really got to be keen to you know, is, is this, is this working? So as a, as a man in his thirties, what has dating like been for you? You don't have any kids. You're not married. Again, I'm pimping you off. Um, so what, 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 what has dating been like for you? Like, is it difficult? Is it like, what is it like out there? Like the women say, like, you don't want to be in these streets. These streets is, these, these streets is anyway. <laughs> you want no part of these streets. Dating has definitely been interesting. I always say trying to date for it because like early in my day, I wasn't really dating on purpose. Now, you know, you know, you meet somebody, oh, they're fun to be around that type of stuff, but you're not initially thinking something long-term in that type of way. Like overall, I see myself as a good man, definitely for sure. But I gotta admit, I gotta be honest, there are moments when I've been trash, you know? You know when they say men are trash? Like I made trash decisions. And you got to be honest for it to be able to do it. Like, you know, I, I, you know, always, I'm someone you can almost talk to anything about, um, communicating, talk or whatever, like open book. But when it came to effectively communicating the feelings, I was bad at that because I had like an emotional wall up and not really giving my all in it, just like keeping at bay. So it doesn't have to be, you know, like uh, reaching out like that. So I probably, I can say probably an instance if I've missed out on probably being um, quality relations because I, I held back on certain things or, um, you know, definitely like not with the consistency 
and allowing like, you know, like any rejections or whatever I had, like to kind of break me down and not being as assertive as you want to, to really express yourself to them, like almost being now careful because you're like, man, I don't want to go through that pain again. So let me keep it where I know whatever happens, my, my feelings are still intact and still in store to go on, you know? So, um, in that type of way, in that type of way, seeing it. And even, um, I can say sometimes, you know, with long distance, I would never find a long distance. I think I had like opportunities to be a long distance, but I'm like, I'm into that. If someone has a bad day, I can't go there and give them a hug, cry on my shoulder, hold their hand. It's like, what's this? But, but now I think that maybe if it was more mature enough back then, and I actually, if you made a plan, like say, okay, you have this long distance. So now what's the plan to actually try make this work? When I'm going to see you, this and that or whatever, like that, right? That in my head, I just used to be like, hey, long distance, eh, well, that's cool. <laughs> if I see you, we go to eat and link up. Hey, it's all good. See how the vibes feel. But I was not in that time span to say, I'm going to give myself the person because they're way over there, right? Because they're not, they're not where you are. So I, yeah. I like that. So what do you think contributed to that maturity of, okay, I realize I'm not communicating. I realize that I'm putting walls up because I don't want to be in pain again. What led to you understanding, like, that's what I was doing before. That's not what I want to do now going into new relationships. I'm open to long distance. And I tell people that all the time. Nobody's a real big fan of long distance. No. You're not meeting someone where you live and you form a good connection with someone who's not there. What's the big deal? Make a plan, figure it out. I think long as a long distance has an end date. Like yeah, at it, what point, you know, like yeah. if we get to marriage, who you will move, I'm gonna move, what are we gonna do? Exactly. I if it isn't a plan, yeah, if it isn't a plan, then then you can't go with that, you know. Yeah, that, but I think if you fun. have a so what do you think led to you coming to the stage of, you know, I feel like I'm ready to purposely date, intentionally date with marriage in mind. Levon said he feels that a lot of ma men want to be married in this era. So what do you oh, think yeah. led you to this point? Um, well, at this point, honestly, I feel like it was a gradual process, a gradual process of self-awareness. Um, of you going, you know, going back and forth, you may talk to somebody, then, you know, um, then that kind of ends. Some people just with friends with, and then, and I'm like, okay, really, you got to do something different or, or your approach on certain things. And so I think, um, no, you even, even praying about it, be like, what I got to do in terms of that. And, and like you say, you got to start being more intentional um everyone who comes in with your values and stuff like that and right. and all of this what you want to see and um and even even though i'm putting myself in a vulnerable position i need to just open myself more emotionally so that they you know accept it because like i may be good other ways and stuff like that but just letting that wall down and and really letting it in and be like okay i'm about to be open I'm about to take the risk where i, I gotta in, jump you know? i just gotta, gotta jump you gotta <laughs> jump right you know you gotta play without works instead. So you know something. I can't believe or think like this is gonna happen to me or whatever. But if I'm not putting the work in, then how could I expect it to come through with somebody, right? So and that's so something that I I noticed too with wanting to date. Um, I go to therapy. That's one of the ways that I work through some of the past pains and traumas that I've been through. And it's being open, like you said, to do the work. Like you, it's not until you kind of sit down and be very um reflecting about, you know, what did I do in my past relationships and realize what am I doing now and see that I'm not that open. Last night we talked about, you know, um, good men and they, someone had asked the question audience, like, how do you um, appear as if you're interested? And one of the things that I forgot to say is one of the things I noticed about myself is I walk very fast. And so it's like, how are you trying to say that you open the date in and anytime you're out in a public setting, you don't even, cause he was saying you should make eye contact. 
And I was like, I got that. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I just go to the bank, go to my job, go to the grocery store. Like, I don't, I don't even think anybody even saw me, or, you know, because I'm just moving so fast. And guys, if you have questions, you can put it in the Q&A. If you don't want it to pass you, put it in the Q&A and we will come back to it. Um, yeah. Many times we're unaware of our own emotions, right? So a lot of times we're unaware of our, our emotions. And so you said you just, it was just quiet time with yourself, reflecting over the years, realizing I'm putting up walls. I'm not doing yeah. the work. And that's yeah. what kind of led you there. Exactly. So I lied to, I, I know you mentioned about therapy. That's something I'm actually looking into to making sure I get to a therapist so I can be good. Cause you know, like I, I overall, I definitely want to improve myself uh, overall as good as a person so that I can be a better man for my future wife. Right. Because I, you know, like I, I think I'm pretty good now, but it's always way to um, improve and do that. So I'm actually kind of looking and say, you know what, let me get a therapist and just to, just to make sure I get things better, you know, just in a little sense, a type of way. So yeah, so I think that's important. Even the married people, I was talking to one of my friends, she's married. Um, and of course, a lot of people before they get married, they do marriage counseling. And so she was saying that her and her husband are in counseling. And I was like, is everything okay? She was like, <laughs> yes. And I wanted to stay that way. So that's why we're in counseling. <laughs> so exactly. you know, she's like, I exactly. wanted to stay that way. So that's why we go. And so I think a lot of times people shy away from therapy or counseling when that can be very effective and there's no longer a stigma. It's yeah. just more so it, it helps you to be extremely self-aware. And so that's only going to help you to grow more as an individual and more as a couple. Yeah. So I heard on a panel that you date your level of self-esteem you date your level of self-esteem. So when you think about your past relationships, do you agree or disagree with the statement when it says you date your level of self-esteem? Um, I think in a sense, uh, I'll say definitely agree with it because you may not be aware of it, like um, with your self-esteem, like your self-worth, if it's been depleting over years, like you've been in such relationships or people hurt you, stuff like that like slowly, like surely you're getting broken down, not realizing how low your self-esteem is going. And so I think if you reach a point where, you know, that is happening, you got to see, the important thing is to like love yourself first. You want to be able to love yourself first, get yourself back to a place where, you know, um, you're doing great. You date yourself. Like I know sometimes people say, I'm scared to go and do stuff out by myself, but shoot, I would take myself to the movies. I would take myself out to eat. I've done solo trip and I've enjoyed myself to the fullest. I've had a ball. I like I mean nobody I'm doing this type of stuff but um I think you have to like get back to a place of yourself um to see down to the heart of the matter like what it is to what matters to you because if you don't end up uh, doing that you'll lose yourself um from and then you start settling you just be with somebody because you don't want to be alone you you know you be with that person knowing you shouldn't be but because that person is right there you have that companionship somebody to be be next to that type of way um you know, and so it'll have you want to step back up your the standards to help weed out those who don't suit a life that you're looking for, ultimately what you want to have, um, like with a partner. So, you know, I think yeah. you have to guess. And I think I think what people don't realize is that it's not that I think when they when the person said you date your level of self-esteem as well, I don't think I think that self-awareness that you mentioned just now is what is so important because yeah. I don't think it means that you know, if you're insecure, that their insecurity is going to show up in the same way. Your insecurity may show up in a controlling way. Their insecurity may show up as arrogance. You know, it may, it may show up in different ways. So I think that, you know, when you do go through therapy and counseling and being, you know, a reflective person and journaling and just putting yourself in that position of self-awareness, taking time by yourself, then you're able to understand, you know what, I'm being a little prideful here. Yeah. I know I could get a little prideful and that's, I think that's what's going on right now. Yeah. I could be a little selfish. 
I, I, I tend to be a little self. So it's not always that you have the same weakness. Like a selfish person may be with someone who's always giving too much. So yes. it may be an opposing, you know, thing, but sometimes your weakness is being attracted to someone else's weakness. So that's why self-awareness is so important. Um, and I think people don't realize that. Okay. Yeah. So I heard this girl say before, and I thought it was so profound. She was saying that women are often taught like, wait on the man, wait on your Boaz girl. Don't be, don't be rushing Boaz coming. Shut up with this Boaz. (laughs) You know, they're always preaching to women. Wait, 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 wait. Right. And she was saying that if you are a man of God, you should also be waiting. She said, as a man of God, you should also be waiting on a yes from God if you should pursue this person. And so it, one, do you agree with that? That as a man of God, it isn't like you are waiting as well. You're waiting on, yes, this is someone that I feel like aligns with your purpose and what I have you to do. Yes, I feel like this is someone you should pursue. And what does that look like for a man? Like when um, you're always getting the people in the church, what happened? Wait, yes, but what happened? <laughs> So, I mean, I believe um, waiting on the yes for God, like if I'm trying to pursue somebody, I think I, I think it would more align like when you're trying to really take it to the next level, being seriously in um, exclusive dating, like, you know, you're going to be my own, be a man, boyfriend, girlfriend, that type of thing. I feel like sometimes when you're just initially dating and trying to find somebody, you know, it's it probably won't be waiting for God because I mean... You know, like, you meet somebody, say, what, Walmart or whatever, you'd be like, God, you got 30 seconds to tell me if I should go and step up That's to her and introduce myself. <laughs> like, you know, should I? <laughs> she coming in the aisle, stop? Jesus. This one. I, or I no. Did, I didn't know. And then, like, also being in account under the pandemic, you, you may look at sometimes online dating. So you'd be like, God, should I swipe left what? or right? Like, is You should. Me, I feel like tell, you should. I tell me now. Like, should I, you know? So, so and, and that's. Swipe <laughs> left. It's like God be like, no, no, not that one. I'd be like, what? you know, but um, so I feel I feel like for initial dating, if you're trying to find somebody, it'll just be it wouldn't be waiting or, or looking for God in that instant. But I feel like once you start spending time kind of going on a few dates with somebody and now you're looking like, okay, maybe we can take this into something serious, then I think at that point in time you definitely can um self uh you know pray about it, do a devotion, um see your God and then see. See if you're feeling peace of mind. Are you battling with something in the head and the heart? Like something isn't quite right. Like if you're feeling that that key from that that battling with it. But I think if you pray, but you feel like that peace of mind, feeling like okay, you know, nothing stopped me. You feel like this is the way it goes. So even though you still may be scared of taking that step, but being serious, that that um that peace of mind is going to when you're feeling good to to move forward in that type of way. So that's what I would say. You if you're gonna be like, okay, yeah, God, let me pursue this. Let's try. I so I think at that Ask, point, pray, yeah. I, but the swipe, and you can swipe on your own. You yeah. can swipe. Yeah. yeah, I can do this on my own. Like God, I got this. I got this. Like, you got to swipe it. You got to. <laughs> I even swipe it out without the Lord. I'm not even like Jesus. <laughs> so, so you said you're at a point in your life where you are ready to intentionally date. Now, I don't want you to just think about you. You have male friends. Yeah. When you speak to your male friends, what are some of the things that guys and some of the guys who are here in the chat, I don't mind if you help me out in the comments. What are some reasons why guys tend to say, I'm not ready to intentionally date? I'm not. And are they communicating this? Are they saying this at the beginning? You can help me out in the chat, Ray. When, when you talk, you're not there anymore. You're, you're at the intentional part. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when, <laughs> when you talk to your friends who are not, or when you think back to when you were not, what are some of the things they're saying when they're saying, mm, not now, gal? Not, you, not. you know what? The way um, looking at a staff definitely back, it would be a mixture of a bunch of things. Some from either passers, being brokenhearted, not ready for that commitment, um, taking that step to being completely vulnerable. You know, you don't want to take that risk. So you're trying to play it safe and alcohol hard in terms of, you know, like not going to that attention. Like, of course, we say you're feeling somebody, but you're not like showing, showing that. And like I said, you know, like the emotional wall that's up. And, and then another plus is just wanting to keep options open. Some people probably just like, you know, some minor intentional, but if you will be, we could, Hang out, do something together, but I'm keeping the options open. I'll still talk to whoever is what that type of way because you know some people just do that, and, and then a lot of times too, some people may not be in that headspace to truly invest into it, given all. But I think at the end of the day, what the, the most important thing is to actually communicate that because you leave it to the to the girl until at least she know where you're coming from, right? And not not to confuse and say, hey, this is what I'm doing for. This is what I'm like checking for right now this is how it is like i'm not there if that doesn't work for you then cool we'd be friends see you later all of you know something like that but now, have um, you ever said that and, and a lady was like no i'm gonna stay i'm gonna just i'm gonna kick it <laughs> yeah i think so i can't remember <laughs> why do we do that ladies we you know, know, you know commitment. You know? <laughs> we're gonna change your mind no he not you won't be the mind the mind isn't gonna change we like okay you still want to stick around jokers. These boys, these <laughs> F boys, these jokers. Yeah. You'd be like, you still stick around? Okay, cool. I said what I said. If he, <laughs> if he said what he said, run, ladies, run. So we got some guys in the chat to help me out. He said, not ready. But what our guest last night, Brandon, he said that was something that he thought about. Um, because he said, you know, I'm a broke, uh, making it, trying to make it entrepreneur. And he found a lady who was really willing to walk with him with that. And when he realized like she honestly was there for him and knew his situation, he said like, he also traveled the world and been to some very poor countries. And he's like, people who are way more poor than most Bahamians is most Bahamians. We may not know, but we have it pretty good. He said, those people are very poor and they still get married. And so since he had a partner who understood the situation, willing to grow with him as a struggling entrepreneur, he's now engaged. Um, and so it may look a little different. Maybe you're not moving her into a house or moving her into something. But I think at this um, rate, a day and age, if you meet someone who's on the same page, granted, you may not meet someone who says that some of you might meet someone <laughs> no finances are important to me. But he was saying he, he met someone who met him where he was. And he said he is, in fact, a broke entrepreneur, broke lives matter. Shout out to Brandon. I don't know if he's in the chat tonight. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so some people think marriage is a prison sentence. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Um, could be most might. Anthony is saying most might only see themselves as dating, but don't have any attention. Oh, they just don't never want to marry. They just only see themselves as a, a dater. Two cards around, not easily broken, but society scars the heck out of society. That is interesting. He said yeah. society. So you say your wounds came more so from, from the past. Yeah. Not so much like things that you would have had to encounter with society, but more so things that were in your past and just trying to move past those. Yeah, just trying to move past it. And, you know, when you get, when you get continuous disappointments, feeling that type of way, and, you know, so it breaks you down a bit, bit, bit by bit, you know, and you don't realize until it's like reached so far and you're like, geez, what happened to me? That type of way, you know? Well, no, so, and I need to do some work. I need to do some work. Yeah. Okay. So my next question, and this is so the ladies can be enlightened to know, like, what are the men thinking? So for you, and this is just for you, 
Um, so maybe all men, this is not something for them, but what are three things that you look for or that attracts you to a woman? What are three things that you're like this, these three things that's, that's going to get um, And then we'll go on to the second part. So what are the three things where you're like, yes, like if this see. is going on, I see it. <laughs> three things. Let me see. Um, I definitely, ah, characteristic. I, I love confidence. I love to see like a confident woman. Um, in terms of that, you know, good head on the shoulders, keeping head. And uh, another thing that does attract me, I would say, complete transparency. Like if I'm talking, like I like if they don't hold back, like I like someone like me, I want to know the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Because like it's not, it's not for me. Like to, I don't judge a person usually like, in terms of that scene, because you know you never know what they've been through. But what I want to do is be able to like learn how to better understand you and in turn be able to love you better because of that. So like, let me know all that's happened. Like, you know, you don't know what to say the good stuff on the surface. You can let me know what was bad, what was ugly, what trauma you, what, you know, whatever case you've gone through in the past. Like I'm always- I used to strip. Stuff. So <laughs> I'd be like, hey, okay, how was that? Tell me about So swing in the folds, like, okay. Yeah. Tell me about this, tell me more. You know, you know that's <laughs> But um, and then what's the next big thing? Um, another thing that I say it was something specific, but like honestly, the overall vibe of a person, like the aura they bring. Sometimes, like they come in there and they just like, gee, what is it about this person? They just come there, they either light up the room or whatever. Like you around them, and it just feels like, man, I want to just even improve myself around this woman right now, just to make sure, you know. Because I mean, sometimes I, feel like I gotta step my game up. Yeah. Brandon said that last night too. He said his his, his fiance made him like want to like step his game up, like rise to the occasion. Yeah, yeah, but no, some 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 women can just be a vibe. Like you look at them and be like, girl, you're a vibe. You're a complete vibe, and that is like, yay, you know, you're a vibe. <laughs> you're a vibe. I don't know yeah. how to translate that, lady, I don't, but I don't you're a vibe. So that just up, yeah. But you know, that just something, it's not something you create. That's just something they have when they come around, you know. Oh, they're piping. just vibing. Got it. Yeah. So you yeah. like the confidence, transparency, and yeah, Mikel, vibe. I don't know. I don't know y'all gonna be home in the mirror like, yeah, I'm a vibe. vibe when I go out tonight. I gotta be vibing. And be vibing. They'll be like, girl, what you doing? Y'all ain't vibing? My cousin, yeah. like, you know, you gotta be out there just vibing. <laughs> so uh oh what in it anthony said intelligence charisma and uh, self-worth self-worth movement good, by myself yeah. but i'm a force when we're together yeah that's that vibe i like that, you, I like that. you know the joke be a force inspirational woman is a gem not pushy just an aura she brings okay not too pushy just bring that yeah. vibe back a little bit confidence and joy is a part of the vibe okay thanks capelja confidence and joy focus <sighs> and know what you want i've been told okay okay there you well, go Way to go with us, Miss Capeldra. There you go. See, <laughs> Ray was like, I knew what I was meaning. Like, you just you like breaking it down. <laughs> you just know what it is when you see it. So, what are three deal breakers? What are three deal breakers for you? Like, uh, um, this going on, it ain't, this is not going to work for me. Definitely. Uh, so, I mean, if you meet somebody who does, if they don't want kids, then I'm like, okay, boom. I know I'm not like, I'm definitely still be friends. We support each other that type of way. But I'm not going to invest. I'm not about to invest in you. We'll be cool, chill, whatever. Because I know, I like, in the long run, I'm not going to go along with this. Like, you know, like, hey. Can't I, you say she's ready for some nieces and nephews? So long, bye-bye. Um, <laughs> so 
like I'm trying to leave some legacy behind. You know? <laughs> trying to put some seed in the earth, like yeah. trying to be fruitful. So kids is a so but, long bye bye. Um, another thing I would say is uh, in terms of the values with faith. You know, like I, like I, I'm, I'm there as a Christian man, so I'm not gonna go and say be with an atheist person. And that, that will come to see me and say, okay, yep, I know we'd be friends that type of way. Because even, like, this could be a whole good woman, but because that values, I know it's going to affect later on and cause problems later on. So why go through all that? Just you got to love Jesus. You see all that and everything. So in, in terms of that, that faith respect type-wise, I definitely, you know, I'll be like, okay, boom, I already know some friends, so I'm not even thinking trying to have these romantic feelings anymore, you know? And then just work that in. So uh, what's the next one? Uh... The devil's trying to put pressure on us in this chat, but Peter and Emily. Peter and Emily only wants a grandkid. You pray for us. You pray. So, you know, it'll happen. It'll happen. Um, one more, right? One more. Yeah. So say, faith, no children, and what's the last deal breaker? I would say, um, I'm almost a tie to say, like, if someone's like completely like, if you're dating someone's going serious and they're still not over their ex. Like it's like it's one thing like when you're trying to make the to you know make the change over to become serious. It's one thing like if you initially had some little wives whatever, but when you're ready to make that step, um, or over the accident, also make. How can you tell they're like talking about it? Yeah, like when we used to date. I think you. I mean, I think I think you kind of know the different situations for it when it comes to that. And you could tell like still hold up or still trying to talk that in that type of way, still trying yeah. to dress when you know it's not not right for them. Um, but I'll also mix that too, like with a lack of effort, especially like after you do address the concerns, like something that's being completely one-sided. And that's what I'm talking about. Like if you get into the thing, then you realize I'm completely doing everything. <laughs> you know, like, you know, I mean, like in terms of all, I'm like, gee, like it's, yeah, and, I, and at the end of the day, that's going to be draining for you. Cause even though you're doing this type of thing, then um, and you're not getting anything back in terms of like you know but when you say you're completely doing everything like the person is selfish and you're pouring into the relationship but what do you mean like you're completely yeah, and to, like all of that so i it, it kind of it's kind i know it's kind of broad but the person might have being selfish and just taking it because i know i'm a good person i'll help you out and do this type of stuff but then i realize it's only me doing it or helping out or doing this type you know in, in the type of way like you don't want it to be one-sided like i feel like it's going to be a give and take i mean some some days, you know, some days um, I may have to give 80% when she's only giving 20%, but what's with the day I'm low and I only could give 30%, can she make up the 70 on that particular day? Like, I know, you know, overall, so like, I mean, not not being one side, like if I fall at 30, then she just leaves and be like, okay, that's where you are. I'm not going to even bother trying to help you in that instance. So, so got being it, the one side. So, you got to make sure like in everything, it. like you're pouring in, I'm pouring in. Yes, I think you got to both pour into it, so. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, uh, Levon said three deal breakers does not care for her health. Okay. Lack of honesty and accountability does not care to grow, evolve. Scatterbrain is a no, no as well. Oh, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Those are good ones. Yes. I like what you said about the one-sidedness because I think sometimes people feel like, well, he's pursuing me or he's the man. And so that like, he has to do all of this, but like you're saying on your end, it may be like, no, you look like you're not deposited in this relationship. So I can have yeah. to go. Yeah. God one could be I different love languages. Love language. Her effort may look different. Yeah, yeah, very true. And so pointing that out too, because that, that's something also they talked about last night when they said the person may not be financially there, but he's pouring into the relationship in other ways. So yes. like you said, if it's so, one-sided on all accounts. All, yeah, like, on all accounts. Yeah. So like, like I mean, you ain't I, doing nothing. I feel it. You ain't doing nothing at all. Like <laughs> 
You ain't bringing nothing to the table. I feel it. Okay. So how do you feel about a woman actively pursuing or dropping the handkerchief, as they say? For those who do not know the term dropping the hanky, it was um, a term used back in the day when a woman literally dropped her hanky um, to imply she wanted the male to come and pick it up. And then that would be his way of getting attention. So dropping the hanky is a subtle way of shooting a shot. Um, yeah. This is exactly how Corell shoots her shot. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, then, so. That's it. That's it. You didn't, if you didn't see me do the quick look, if you. <laughs> you'd be like, you'd be like, I you shot missed it. Out. That was, you know that was it. You missed out. I looked at you for two seconds and you didn't get it? Okay, yeah. No. Okay, it's no. not you. No. That's... no. <laughs> so, how do you feel about women pursuing? Um. I don't think women should actively be pursuing at all. It should definitely be on the guy. Um, I don't mind, like you say, the handkerchief. Um, yeah, the drop subtle, the handkerchief. Subtle. Subtle. Subtly. I, so I, with that, I don't feel there's nothing wrong if, if a woman was interested, like to say in that type of sense. So that means she can say she's interested, but it definitely should be on the man to, to still actively pursue. Like, okay, yeah, you got the hand to do this. So now it's on you for the guy to actually pursue and, and do things and still, in a sense, keep up with the chase. In terms, in terms of that, with with the woman, so it's not it's nothing wrong with giving the subtle hint for a woman to do, but in terms of actually pursuing, it should definitely be on the man, like without a doubt. That's so, for example, okay. like if somebody like came in your like inbox and be like, "Oh, you were so great tonight! Like that was so good, such a good presentation." Then that's and then leave it yeah. <laughs> for the guy to pursue. Is that what you mean? Pursuit. Like that? Like that's like dropping a hanky, but not being like you want to go on a date. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, Meanwhile, these ladies, these ladies, are on on knees. don't do that. <laughs> no knees. I know. I saw that. I was like, uh, woman proposing. I remember I saw those clips. I'm like, I was like, is this a joke? Is this a joke? What's happening here? Like, Tiff, Tiff feels me. Tiff feels me. <laughs> trying to help people out. I don't, you know, just, just a little message. You were great. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, ladies, like this week, if you want to shoot your shot, this event is for men and women. Like a mess is somebody like, oh my God, I'm going to a great event this week. Like you should come too. Like just send the flyer. Just send the flyer. <laughs> that's a great, like, see you in the comments. That's a, good, that's a good little like intro, guys. Yeah. Just like, you know, we have this event tonight. I don't know if you want to come. Come true. <laughs> and then maybe the conversation will just keep going. Like you yeah. don't know. See what happens. You don't know, ladies. Yeah. Shoot your shot subtly. Oh. <laughs> subtly shoot your shot. Say many, many mind readers. Anyway, <laughs> you just shot subtly, ladies. Now, I didn't do that because I messaged like 20 guys today, so I don't think that I don't want anybody to think I should. There you go. I know they're like, I Oh, that's what she was doing for me today. I... That's what she was doing. Okay, no, I messaged like 20 people today. But, <laughs> but, ladies, if you you know, message someone, I'm just saying that's the way to shoot your shot. So, um, this is my last question, and then we have six in the question and answer, so I'm getting to you guys' questions right now. Oh, okay, this is my last one. So why do you want to get married and how do you plan to honor God in your marriage? And after this, I will get to the questions in a few minutes. Um, why do you want to get married and how do you plan to honor God with your marriage? I can, I can honestly say it started in the home. Like I, I honestly had a great example with both my parents, shout out to Ron and Evelyn. Oh, they like, are so, is, yeah, they're they've been married 35 so years. So, you know, <laughs> so honestly, so growing up in the household, I'm like, I'm like, okay, you know what, I could deal with marriage if, if this is kind of what it's looking like, that type of way. And it, it, like, it, it, it almost was an encouragement to do 
light with somebody knowing how it is and say, okay, you know, I definitely would love to have something like that. And so it was an inspiration. So I, you know, like when a seed is planted, you grow up in the house all this time, you watch how it goes. You'd be like, oh yeah, I definitely would get married because I've seen what a great example could be. You know, like I've had friends where I've seen where bad examples could be, but I'm glad I was already, you know, already at the foundation. Grounded in the foundation. So when I saw like the stuff that goes bad, I'm like, okay, no, I know what can be good. So at least that, for that. And so when I have a life partner, you know, Bill would be a family. We'd be our biggest cheerleaders. Where do we do business to get whatever it is? Like, you know, we just growing together. And, and I feel like it'll be, I think it'll be such a great thing. Like, you know, and so I think we're meant to be and get married that type of way. So it's in, it's in our DNA to, you know, get married, be one with the person and all that. So and how um, do you plan? How do you plan to honor God with your marriage? Um, I think the way you honor God is by for man is honoring the wife, right? Um, so you honor the wife with like not just your words, but with your actions, loyalty, respect, um, communication, being able to pray together, pray for one another, um, being adventurous, um, we worship together with the wife, whether it's in or out of the bedroom, you know. You worship, you have worship. In the, the, we have worship, you know. It's worship like, the Lord. That is undefiled. So, you know, you got to be A, if that's any. That's all next time. But marriage night on Thursday, y'all. Marriage yes. night on Thursday. I think I saw the bars. You, you say, hey, baby, you want to go and worship? And I'm like, this is awesome. But uh, in that type of way, it's like, and I think in doing all that for, for your wife, you definitely um, honor that, right? So, and I think you're honoring God while you're doing it. So that's my Awesome. That's my Husband thing. and wife putting God first yeah. in everything. That's a good one, Janelle. That's a good one. Yes, I hope they're hearing it, Tiffany. I hope they're hearing that. Imagine those that did not have the foundation of good marriages, right? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm going to get to y'all questions. Y'all have a good amount of questions tonight, guys. So Anthony Ferguson said, why is it that most relationships tend to end in an immature manner than being adults and talking about the situation you're currently facing in your relationship? Why do you think most relationships tend to end in an immature manner? Um, I think initially it states from lack of communication. And communicating effectively in terms of what's going on, what's happening, what, if are you feeling sad or whatever in your relationship, are you not feeling that you're being fulfilled in that type of way? So I think keeping an open communication, like the lack of the lack of open communication can just definitely cause the relationship to start to fall where it gets to people starting to be completely petty with one another. So when it comes to the end, you know, that end looks like a, a tornado rupture. Your feelings, you just in your feelings. You know, you'd be like, geez, this was, this is a big difference from what it started off with, you know, and, and um, not keeping that consistency, like how you started off where you're happy and stuff. So, because I mean, if you, I think if you keep communication fully, everything that's going on, and if it's something that doesn't work out, then you can definitely still end off maturely, be like, you know, something, we tried this, da da da, what, et cetera, et cetera. And, and you know, and you, you kind of end up on a good note. You may be sad or whatever, but you can still end on, you know, in the mature manner, you know, so. Yeah. I think, I think the reason too, that to add with what you said is the reason why the relationship can't end in a mature manner is because the people that are in the relationships are immature and, and, and it's not any dig against anybody because I have ended relationships in a very immature manner, but I realized that over the years that, you know, I have grown. And when I look back in my past relationships, I say, okay, those were none of the people that I needed to do life with. They're not bad people, yeah. but it's just that we don't have the same where our paths are not aligned 
to to do eternity with for what God yeah. has called me to do and what God has called them to do. But it takes time to get there. It so I think time. people tend to speak out of feelings. Um, they spend to speak out of emotions. They're not at a place where they're self-aware. So I think all of that contributes to that. Thanks, Anthony. That's a great question. Yeah, I, I don't think we talked about, but like uh, compatibility is so important, right? Um, because just because I'm a good man, you're a good woman, that doesn't mean we're going to be good together. You better talk about it. So we got, you know, like, hey, you know, that type of way, because when you start looking at things, you can't be unequally yoked, right? With with that. So so I think that's the next thing to take in consideration for it, right? And you talked, you talked about compatibility and something when I was praying this week, the Holy Spirit dropped in my spirit. Um, and I was supposed to do some more studying on it um, about, you know, compatibility. If you look at the definition is the ability to, you know, to agree, to, to, to have the same likes, the interests, compatibility, suitability is being able to fit properly for that purpose. It's the right fit. And so I think sometimes you can be a good man and a good woman and you're compatible. You like a lot of things, but you're not suitable to what God has purposed and called me to do. And so I think that's sometimes when people get caught up, like you said, I'm a good man, you're a good woman, let's go. But are you suitable to what I've been called to do? And so when we spend time having fun, like you said, that was a season you had yeah. having fun. Um, you, you, you spend that time and you're like, okay, this is the person, this is, this is, this is going to work. But it's like, no, you have to realize, are they suitable to the purpose that I've been called to do? Um, you know, because they'll just say not every, I think they said not every good guy is not your guy. And I remember the first time I heard that not every good guy is not your guy. Oh, not every good thing is a God thing. Yeah. Um, not every good thing is a, is a God thing, is a God thing. And not every good guy is your guy because you have good girlfriends and that might be their guy, you know, yeah. you think it's <laughs> uh, let that person husband go. Okay. Do let you think, go. <laughs> let that person husband go. Do you think that it can be a problem with many men or is it just a one-off not being emotional? Do you think a, do you think this is a lot of men have problems being emotional? Or do you think it's just like maybe you just encountering some guys who are not emotional? Or do you think like that's a guy thing? I think I like you say, I think growing up, I think it's the stigma of men, like you gotta be strong, you can't be able to show your feelings as it is like early on. And then it becomes when you grow up like that and have this each planet, it's so hard to get out of that mindset of please have to be able to say okay you know what being emotional isn't a problem you should be able to open up and be with that because it can never like you say at least the problem in communication being able to express oneself or actually to show feelings like what is this that you're going through um you know like the society that jam packed on us of, of being that it's, it's so hard to get out of but i think more people now are kind of understanding it or trying to get out of that shell where you can start to show more of emotions on the side and really say how you're feeling and getting it out. And so I mean, for, for the man, listen, like I say, I'm looking to make sure I get straight with like a therapist just to make sure I'm improving on all aspects. And though, cause I, it, that used to be something I'm like, why did I need to see a therapist? I don't need, you know, I was, I was that really like, I don't need it. I don't got a problem. Like nothing's wrong. Well, I don't need to go to therapy. But I, but, but you realize that when that's, when that stigma is placed, like that society placed like that, it's just like, make it seem like you have this big problem only when you got to go to a therapist. But no, it's not the case. It's just, you know, trying to better yourself as an individual so you could be good all around and 
effectively. So. Right. Levon said something in the chat right. about society has messed us up. And now I think that there, the, when you point out that example just now, those are some of the ways saying that men need to be emotional, saying go there if you're a man, just, you know, have as many women as you want. Like society has put so many pressures or, or you need to be able to be making that hustle, making that money. So it makes men also feel like if I don't, if I'm not making that grip, then I can't get married. So I think that there are a lot of pressures for men as well. It just looks differently. And then when they react in relationships and they're not self-aware to know that, wait, this is a pressure to feel like I should be hustling. Wait, this is a pressure to say that I shouldn't be emotional versus who, who am I, who is the person that God is calling me to be? Yeah. You know, um, someone, Janelle said, that's benefit of dating. Look to see if guys are compatible. Society jam men <laughs> hard with the emotional level. I think there are men on a variance level, but on average men are trained to be conscious of emotions. Good. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to go to the next question. I want to get these people questions out. Do you think going to counseling is an issue? Well, we talked about that. A we little we bit. Talk, yeah, in we, relationship. Oh, do you think oh. do you think people go like when they're just dating? Do you think they should go as they uh, when they're dating? I don't see as a problem. I mean, I don't I don't think like initially, like, you know, I start dating this person like, hey, girl, we gotta go to counseling. We go to counseling for date night. I know this is only our fourth date, but hey, I just thinking that I think. <laughs> I need to assess what's going on right here. <laughs> uh, I I feel um, in relationship, I think it comes down to after after being like serious. Like, I think when you come and going down the line, um, and that's that just for me, and that's just me uh, personal. I don't think you have to do it initially, um, early on in a relationship. But I think as you as you start to become serious and you're looking towards like. Like, like you know you're going long so you're like, okay yes. maybe we can just start and do it just to make sure we keep this thing going like and i i kind i like it i like that the fact that someone like you said once we've reached that point not like on the fourth date yeah. but i <laughs> like you saying you go before you're engaged because when couples go to counseling after they're engaged Nobody want that ring off their finger. They didn't do the, yeah. they didn't did, they didn't did the Instagram photo. They already did. Like they don't want the ring off of their finger. Yeah. But you may go into counseling and uncover that there's some things that are not that's not flying with us. So I don't think that that's a bad thing for that person who asked that question. Not super early, but I am a proponent of it before the ring because after that ring off, so many people are so embarrassed. Like they already made the post. They don't want to take it down. Like they're yeah. embarrassed. <laughs> I don't know. Let's go before. Let's decide. Let's decide before. <laughs> Is it true the difference between individuals in a relationship attract? Oh, so Anthony Ferguson, he's saying, is it true that opposites attract? Uh, in some instances, yeah. Because I mean, you, you could, I mean, I've met people who would be like, man, they're completely the opposite of each other, but they fit so well. And so I think, I, like I say, I think it comes in that whole alignment with somebody because you can, I mean, you can be someone who's just mostly like you or in that type of way. And I think it varies from person to person. I don't think it's going to be, like, you know, like a one size fits all, meaning that once there's someone is the opposite, maybe that's we're going to fit together or somebody completely like me, we're going to definitely, be, you know, like fit together. So I think, I think in that type of instant, I think it varies, but it's definitely possible. Like, you know, you never know how, things are going to work out like with somebody who definitely could be the opposite of you could be the best thing you know so yeah. I, I once heard mind. yeah like you said I think it depends and I think it could work it's, either way I once heard that the younger you are the more likely you're going to marry someone who has an opposite personality as you but the more you become older you marry someone that's more similar to you um mm -hmm. and I know that when I was younger in my 20s somebody was trying to um 
tell me to date somebody. And I was just like, no, they do giddy. <laughs> oh, no, I extra and giddy. This is, we can be annoying. They can be like, don't invite them. They're so annoying. They're just loud. Both of them. They just don't shut up. Like, it's too much. Someone needs to be low-key. Someone needs to be the, the low-key one. But now, I think now that as I grow older, there, there are, I do find myself more attracted to people that are similar. So I think it depends. So to virus, I think it's following up to the question, um, once marriage talk pops up, hey, so when do you want to start counseling? What if the man doesn't want to go to early counseling while just dating? Should that be a deal breaker? Um, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna say right away like, oh, we need to break up if you don't want to go yeah. to counseling. No, I really- <laughs> we need to end this. I don't think yeah. I would say that, but I think I definitely will try to have that open communication of yes. why do you feel it, that way? It should be a discussion you know, on. You know, like okay, because maybe he may be thinking we're not at the point of where I'm thinking marriage. You know, yeah. that may be the conversation. And and so it may end up in, okay, we're on two different pages, so let's go separate ways. Because we're going to, if we're getting engaged, we are going to go to counseling before we go to the priest. And so I don't see why it's a big deal to go right before, but he may be thinking, like, we're not on that page to go to marriage. And so that's fine. Yes. That's fine. Yeah. Because then I have the opportunity to make the decision, oh, we are year in and you don't see marriage. You don't see it? Okay. I think, I think well. I gotta go. I think I... <laughs> Thank you, Max. Thank you, Max. I'm 36, not 26. I gotta check. You gotta go. Not in college, okay? Not in college. Have the conversation so you know where you stand. That's true. Okay. Uh, Yeah, y'all could go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the next one. Oh, someone I think they were just answering. They said comprehension. Comprehension, yeah. I don't don't know that. As Christians, um, we sometimes do not have guidelines in terms of dating. What do we do? What do we, do you have any advice as a Christian? What, what do I do? Let me see. I know. <laughs> no, just say 100 questions to ask before you get engaged. Yeah, you could always do that too. If the person doesn't want to go to counseling, you can kind of do the books. I've, I've heard book. a couple of okay. things. Yeah, books. that's interesting. I haven't heard about them. See, yeah. I'm not being in a position to, not to know about the books. That's but. a good one. <laughs> but to the person's last question, if they're yeah. a Christian, they find like there are not a lot of things out there when it comes to dating. So what would you, what were some suggestions uh, or some things you would say? Uh, I would definitely, like for me, I, I'm obviously no, no big expert, but I would look to someone who, um, if it's, if it's not in like your household, like with your parents, I'll definitely say maybe uh, a Christian couple that you that you look up to, look up to uh, and who you kind of know personally. So you kind of know that it's not just somebody who may look good on pictures or whatever, like say, oh, okay, that might look good, but somebody you might, uh, a couple that, that does look, that you know personally that, um, that things are going well. And I think we could probably sit down and say, hey, I'm just thinking about, uh, thinking about this, like what, what can I do in a situation like, the young Christian trying to see in terms of this dating world, like to make sure I do all, all guidelines to follow to make sure we stay aligned as we going forward and be, you know, together that type of way. So in each instance, in each part that we're going in, like, you know, like each step of the way, you want to know how, how it's aligned, like spirituality, like how that's going, where we're growing at, what step you at with that, what else you see, and, uh, and then just keep building from there. But I, I would say the first step, definitely uh, a Christian definitely i think i would agree with that that having a christian couple as mentors so mentorship accountability i would also say um tavara said in chat boy meets girl is a good book um i have a uh, i know a couple um they're cousins of mine and they have an amazing marriage and i tend to ask like why do you think 
like you guys seem so like you get along so well. And she said, when I say Corel, we read so many books together. She was like, we read so many books on relationships, on godly dating, on, on godly marriages, on what it is. And we just had conversations about those books and really tried our best to talk about everything. So mentorship, accountability, reading books, reading the Bible. It says things like flee fornication. So making sure that I'm not putting myself in a compromising position, like different things like that. And then I think one of the things that are also key is that you are growing in your individual relationship with God and you're growing as a couple. I think sometimes you could get in relationships and make it, you're so excited, you make it so much about the relationship that the individual people don't remember that I still need to have that individual communication from God. That is definitely one thing I would say that I learned from dating when I look back. I think that I was of looking to the person to fill that emptiness that has been created for God. I was, and that they're human, so they can never fill it. And so they were always failing. And so therefore the relationship was toxic because I was looking for, looking to them to be my God without knowing it, without that level of self-awareness, but you're looking for them to fill you up. And so knowing that my individual relationship with God is the most important thing. And then us growing in that relationship. Natoya said, be open with others about dating experience too much privacy and Christian dating is a whole setup. Yeah. Be open. And, 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 and the thing is, it doesn't mean that everybody got to know from the first date, I got to boo it, we dating. But it's like letting your circles know, your close circles of accountability, letting mentors know, but letting you, making sure that you have um, someone feeding in because we we get those rose colored glasses. We like, yeah. <laughs> we're like, I got to Say, hold up, hold up, sweetie. Let me evaluate his life. See if he really loves the Lord. You may need to do that. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, and Ray, you can tell them about the CD. We, we promote you, boy. Go promote ahead. It. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so I do have an album out. It's called No Failing Faith. I actually dropped it well, almost two years now. But yeah, it's um, it's out on all platforms. So if you put Ray D, R-E-Y, Space D, and you put in No Failing Faith, you're going to find it on Apple Music, Spotify, um, any of the case for it. So if y'all want to check that out. And then I also have some recent singles I released last year. Um, one was called For Love, and that one was called Loyal. So, and then I'm hoping to drop some more new music before the year out the year end. So, how can they find you? Like the um, on social media? I'll put it in. I'll put it. I'm on Ray Dipster, but I'll write it for everybody. I'll put it. If you want a message and said you did, you did a good job. Uh, who's that? <laughs> if you want a message and say you did a good job there you go i i put it in the i put it in the chat so i put rainy dipster on all platforms um instagram all that type of stuff so so they can show up with the vibe like tavara said show up with the vibe <laughs> ray thank you so much go out and check out his cd hit him up on the socials tell him how great he was ray we appreciate you everybody saying thank you so much thank Wonderful. you awesome awesome chat ray thank you all for tuning in Thank you for listening to the Royal Access Podcast. Be sure to learn more about how to connect with us in the show notes below. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with a friend. We would also love for you to consider leaving a rating or a review. Until next time, I'm Corel Pinder, your truth-telling accountability partner.